Blog Talk Radio. today so thank you for tuning in to up your volume the morning show live podcast where we talk about living consciously and the arts um i i'm just so excited to be talking to my mom because as you guys know taking the streets tour has been kicking off with a huge bang she just finished up her tedx um so good morning mom hello hello i'm so excited to be back and i'm really excited for this show because it's a follow-up to a very exciting show we did, what, maybe two months ago, three months ago? Yeah, yeah, we definitely did it probably about two months ago. Um, and Mario Jose is back with us. I'm so excited. Um, as you guys remember, it literally feels like yesterday that we were just talking to him about, like, the writing process and, um, mm-hmm. you know, just getting all the songs together for this. You know, he was going through his crowdfunding for Heart of Gold and, um I think at that point he had had like four songs ready to go. Um, And then he was just kind of shaping from there. Um, So yeah, we're, we're really excited because it was released on October 7th and it's already broken into like billboards, top pop chart. And it's, it's, or actually iTunes, top pop chart. iTunes. iTunes, Yeah. It's literally just killing it. Um, such an incredible singer and such an, just an even better person. It's just, it's, it's literally always such a blessing to talk with him and um, just catch up with him. So we're going to have him coming up in a little bit. Um, as always, I have a playlist for you guys and some, some music news for you. Um, as you guys remember last week, I was, I was not talking too much. And as you can tell, my voice is a little bit better. Um, but it's still not 100%. And it's really, I was just telling my mom, I really think it's just the morning um, and afternoon that I'm still having this, like, lingering cold. But I think it was, like, a little sinus infection or something. Not that that's, like, cute or attractive for me to be talking about on a, on a podcast, but I just wanted to give you an update on my health um, and why I sound like this. But uh, we're going to get right into it because I have been freaking out over over some news that I'm going to share with you guys. Um, But first, about the playlist, um, I'm not going to do a countdown um, to one. Changing up your game. Yeah, I'm going to start. I'm going to start with one. Um, For me right now, um, Mm -hmm. it's kind of funny. My, my like one and two are basically the same. Um, not just because he's on the show, but I've really, really enjoyed getting to listen to Heart of Gold and um, Mario Jose truly, truly has one of the most incredible God-given talents of of anyone I've heard. And 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 I definitely needed to put him on the playlist today. Um, Mario Jose's Tell Me Now um, off Heart uh-huh. of Gold EP. Please check that song out. Check the whole the whole EP out. But this song in particular just takes me. To a whole new world. It's it's beautiful. Yep. Um, um, so I I had a tough time picking between that lightheaded and uncovered. Those are kind of like my three jams off the EP. Even though like every song is amazing, um, but I had to put I had to put Tell Me Now on there. So that's coming up at number one. Number two, um, Stevie Wonder and Ariana Grande's Faith. If you haven't heard it, beautiful. Um, and obviously they're both such iconic singers as well. It just makes this song um, just amazing. So check that out. Um, I love Stevie doing new music too, you know? You love what? Stevie Wonder doing new music. Oh, dude, he's... It's just crazy. I I, I had this student, I think for those of you that follow me on social media, I had posted about me getting this new student that... um, I, I come in, this little girl, she's maybe 10 years old, the first lesson, 
blonde haired girl and, and she speaks French. Um, her dad speaks only French and um, she, she has pretty good English too. She comes in, she's like, I've been taking classical for about a year, year and a half. And I'm like down. I'm like, cool. She speaks French. This is awesome. I'm going to give her like all the French tunes I learned in, you know, when I was learning classical music and this is going to be awesome. And then I'm like, so what do you want to do? Like, should we do some classical? And she's like, I actually fell in love, and this is the exact word she said. She said, "I fell in love with classic Motown, and I'd like to, I'd like to work on that." I was like, "Oh my!" <laughs> I literally died, and she was like, "I want to sing um, Steinfeld Delivered, Stevie Wonder." Nice. And I was like, "This girl is bad ass," you know. And, yeah. and she, um, we started learning it, and. and I'm like, you know, don't worry about the runs and ad libs. We'll, we'll break them down, learn them slow, and um, ah, that little run that's in in the chorus. Uh-huh. She was like, well, can I try it? And I'm like, yeah, I mean, if you could try it, but I was like, let's not worry about it. It's really difficult. Like this, it took me years. Like I'm like, try, and she's like, oh no, no, let me just try it. She's like, ah, and I'm like, okay, she just nailed it. She's a beast. So, um. <laughs> Side segue, but we're, we're looking about when that song was written and when Stevie Wonder first started performing versus when he was born. It's like this dude has been at it since he was like in the womb. I mean, he. Yeah, I think it wasn't his first song at like 10 or something like that. Yeah, it's just crazy. It's just like, it is. you know, and, and, you know, on the flip side of that, that he has never been known to be like really jaded by this you know, little thing called fame. So um, kudos to him mm-hmm. for still putting new, new hot stuff out. Um, Stevie yeah. Wonder and Ariana Grande's face. Sorry for the side segue, but we'll get No, that's a great here. segue. That's awesome. Yeah, and, you know, she, I, I'm really excited to, to work with this chick. She, I think she's going to be bad news for those other 10-year-old chicks out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, RC and the Grits, if you haven't heard of this group, anyway download a lot of their music they're awesome um and the song that just came out the feel is literally the feel it's awesome it is a feel-good song it's co it 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 sounds weird to be like it's cozy but like the song just makes me want to like like slow dance and like while drinking hot chocolate or something it's amazing so check it out um john legends love me now if you guys haven't seen the video with this cute little Baby, baby and wife it is just like the cutest video ever and the song is just epic um john legend such a fantastic singer singer i know um you know mario jose jose got a chance to work with him so um shout out to john legend um number five i'm gonna put maggie rogers on here a new artist she did something um she released a song with pharrell i believe or at least it was produced by pharrell um, recently, and she's kind of been on the up-and-coming scene. Uh, her new release, Dog Years, is really, really good. Really unique voice, and um, I'm I'm definitely falling in love with, with her sound. Check that out. That's the place I have for you guys this week. Um, we mentioned some new albums last week. I was really excited about a lot that was coming out. Um, Alicia Keys' new album is out. It's called Here, and it is here. Um, Black America again, Common's new album, check that out. It's you know, right up there with you know, De La Soul's new album and obviously the most anticipated one of the year for me is um the first album in Tribe. Tribe Fall Quest is gonna release the first album since nineteen ninety eight. So big, big news. Um and because it is such big news and everyone is freaking the heck out about it, um they actually had this big Big, big news yesterday that got launched through OK Player first. Now it's everywhere. It's like even Vanity Fair wrote an article about it. But Dave Chappelle's making a huge comeback to TV in a massive way. And now uh, Tribe Called Quest making a huge comeback with their new album coming up this month. Um, they both got asked to do November 12th, Saturday Night Live. So it's the first Saturday Night Live post-election um wow. election day and it's gonna just it. be yeah it's gonna be um you know it's gonna be awesome and I, I, for those of you who don't know dave Chappelle, you need to get with it he was he's one of the best comedians of all time he had his own show from 2003 to 2006 
came back with Block Party in 2006. Um, kind of went great. full. Oh yeah, went totally off the map, off the grid for a very, very long time. And um, hopefully, this means that he'll be doing more things like this. And uh, Chappelle has been very widely known as a, a music guru, having amazing artists on his show as well. He's, he's big in the hip hop world. These are his brothers, um, Tribe Called Quest. So this is just going to be a beautiful collaboration of people. Um, and on the album coming up, I think I mentioned to you guys, there's a ton of features. They're going to, you know, it, it's dedicated to Fife Dog and um, Fife Dog actually started recording his album before he passed away in March. And, um, they're using a lot of his tracks and his his music will, his voice will actually be used throughout the entire album as well. Um, but there's Andre 3000 is going to be on it, Buster Rhymes. There's a ton, 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 ton of people. I even think like uh, Kendrick Lamar and Most Def. It's just going to be a blowout uh, mixtape. So definitely check that out. Check out SNL November 12th. I pretty much feel like everybody in my news feed from Berkeley is like saying like, I know what I'm doing on the 12th, blah, blah, blah. Um, so <laughs> I have a gig and you can, you can be sure that the second I get home from my gig, I'm going to be parked in front of my couch watching that too. It's a huge, huge show for me. I'm a huge Dave Chappelle fan and have been kind yeah. of anxiously awaiting his comeback for a while. So that's, that's all I got for today. Um, well, that's but all yeah, good stuff. it's really good stuff. I just can't wait to get to Mario. So I'm just kind of like, no, neither can I shuffling um, through. Well, I wanted to talk about stress dealing with elections because obviously we are heading into an election week. And um, And it's stressful. It is. Actually, they did a poll. I was kind of um, surprised about this. They did a poll and found out that 55% of Democrats and 59% of Republicans said that elections are a very significant or somewhat significant source of stress. And since we talk about living consciously, I sort of wanted to throw out some tips. The LA Times did an article, which uh, I agree with somewhat and not. So this is going to be the LA Times meets Paleo Boss Ladies version of how to deal with election stress. Yeah. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I I haven't cable or I don't watch TV or news for probably now about eight years. And last week I was living with someone who all they do is watch news. And even though I wasn't sitting in front of the TV sharing in this with them all the time, it was, I could hear it in the background. And every night I had the worst sleep because I I really believe it has to do with some of the thoughts that you're thinking, whether they're consciously or unconsciously. And, you know, and every commercial is now politics, politics, politics. And this was in the Philadelphia area, which the commercials were just blowing me away how cutthroat they are. Um, And I found that I had an elevated level of anxiety. Um, I even had, you know, I have MS and I even had like my eye would start twitching. So I definitely think that even if you're not. My eye's been twitching all week. That's funny that you say that. Yeah, same here. So um, I wanted to really talk about, you know, some ways that we can relieve stress, especially during an election. The first thing is, is like, turn off the TV, people, you know, like. We have to remember that media is sensationalized, you know, so, you know, they make everything a lot bigger than it really is. And, you know, you can get online and just check in with the local media. You can read whatever your, you know, your favorite read is, whether it's Huffington Post, whether it's the L.A. Times, New York Times. I don't know what it is, the Chicago Tribune, Mm -hmm. whatever it is that you read. Just get in the morning, in the afternoon, whatever time. I would probably not do it in the evening because the closer you get to bed, the more you know, that may linger with you as you're trying to sleep, but just be there, and that, that's, that's it if you feel you have to keep in touch. There's no reason to keep the news on all the time. Um, I would say, like, blackout TV news until maybe election night. Um, the, the LA Times says write down your fears and address them. Um, I think that I'm going to modify that a little bit. What I like to do is when I worry about things, um, especially things that I can't control, I mean, obviously placing my vote gives me a voice, but it doesn't represent the whole United States, right? So um, actively voting and being involved in the election process, yes, helps. Um, If you believe in your candidate, you might want to, between now and then, call their 
local headquarters agree to make calls, agree to be present on election night. That can turn fears into action. But um, having fear in general is not the best thing. So um, my life was motivated by fear from the day I was diagnosed with MS until about five years ago. So that was almost 30 years. Um, and how I've stopped my life from being motivated by fear is by breaking them So making them into small little snippets. So what are you afraid of? You know, are you afraid of a woman being in office? Are you afraid of? I don't know who. I'm not here to talk about which side, but what are you afraid of, and what direct effect is that going to have on you? You know, identify that, and then the last thing would be is okay. Once you identify what effect this is going to have, both negatively and positively, what resources do you have to support change of a different outcome? You know, MS. You know, I feared MS, and um, I was able to break it down through diet and lifestyle choices step at a time over several years to be able to now MS fears me, I fear it. But I had to break it down because if I just looked at the whole sum of MS, you know, or the whole sum of it, it would become overwhelming. So I'd rather you address what you're afraid of and and getting rid of fear motivating things rather than, um, you know, oh, if someone gets into office, my whole life is that's big of an undertaking. The other thing is, is that we have to remember, and I do agree with this with the LA Times, that change doesn't happen overnight. And, you know, when the Clinton administration was, they tried to do, do care reform, it didn't get passed. Obamacare, we're not going to talk about that either, but it, it took to Obamacare for the government to have some hand in health care. Whether we agree with it or not is not the issue, but change doesn't happen overnight. And we also do have... Um, you know, there's a process that has to go through. There's Congress, there's Senate. Things just don't become reality right away just because we have a new president. So, you know, you have to remind yourself that November is the election, January is the inauguration, and, you know, it takes some time. So worrying about something that isn't going to happen within right now is just ridiculous, it, and, and it doesn't serve us. So if you feel like you're worrying about something that isn't going to really happen right away, I recommend, you know, an AA 12-step tool, let go and let God, uh, write it down on a piece of paper, stick it in a drawer, and you find yourself worrying about it again, open that drawer and be like, oh, I let that go. Um, They're just simple little tips that I like to do. Um, Then the LA Times has this one thing that really I totally disagree with. They say, ask a doctor for medication. Technical violation of living your best life. Essential oils, meditation, um, mm-hmm. going outside in nature, having a fun night with your friends, calling a dear friend you haven't seen, dancing, laughing, music. going to music, go out and listen to, right. I would recommend doing all of that before you call a doctor and ask about medication. And I really actually find it really disgusting. The LA Times. I do too. Yeah, I really do. Um, especially because the medications that doctor would give are you know, we've had many podcasts about them being, for many of us, a gateway drug to harder drugs, which, you know, benzos and all that stuff are killing people at record numbers. So I do not agree with medication. Um, and it says, if your candidate wins, take it easy on election night. And I have to tell you, and now they're, you know, it makes me even sick that this happens, Absolutely. but you see commercials. You see commercials on television at that specifically for people that have MS because we have inappropriate emotions and we have the a lot of us lack the ability to control our emotional levels. So when we get happy, we get too happy. When we get sad, we get too sad. When someone gets hurt, we laugh. When someone, you know, it's just horrific and we don't have control over it. So when you anticipate a stressful night or a night of great joy, either side, there are steps you can take to sort of slow your roll. So that would be making sure you get a good night's sleep. Um, That would also be to decide what's going to be better for you, to be around a group of people or to be with a small number of people, to be in your own home. Ask and answer these questions for yourself so that you can build your temple of support, your network of support, so that you can keep things if life's between a one and ten out of five. Um, That doesn't mean you can't get excited, but, you know, there's no reason to get, you know, drunk. There's no reason to get out of control because we know that that all can lead to, you know, other outcomes that wouldn't be good. Drunk driving, saying things you don't mean, fights, you just don't know. So just plan to take steps to make sure that Absolutely. you are in your comfort zone. You are in your perfect space. Um, 
And, and I, I, genuinely, I genuinely think that if you are in a city, that it is going to be crazy when it gets either way, if it goes either way this election. Mm-hmm. So maybe just plan on having a night in. I mean, I don't think, uh, I don't know. I don't think it needs to be like a, cel- a celebrated one way or the other, because I just feel like, especially in big cities, I just remember being in Boston when Obama first got elected and it was, it was almost scary. Um, right. The celebration was almost scary. Um, so, you know, just do keep that in mind. Uh, like, like you were saying, uh, you know, there's going to be a bunch of people out there on the road and um, make sure to be cautious with that, but keep going. I know you had the last thing. Yeah. Just one other thing is that you know, this is a time for you to talk to your children, talk to mm-hmm. your nieces, talk to your nephews. And, in order for us to set a good example, we shouldn't be bad-mouthing the other party. We shouldn't be bad-mouthing either candidate because what we should do is really teach them That's about the process, right, how we got here, what the platforms are, without saying what you agree or disagree with because kids can, you know, they're smart. And, um, you know, a lot of times when people say things, kids are smart enough to say, well, that didn't hold true. And then you know, then they're going to think differently about you. The best thing that you can do is just talk to your kids and be very careful not to belittle the candidates, not to pass judgment on opposing parties, but more to let them know that this is a right that was fought for. People lost their lives for our ability to vote as Americans and what that really means and get them excited about it, you know, because it is such a great right. I mean, I have goosebumps as I'm talking to you. Since I'm 18 years old, I have I have voted in every election. I'm traveling the United States now. Mm-hmm. I still haven't been able to vote. I mean, because it's that important. And to decrease stress, is sometimes it's nice to remind yourself how great it is that as in this country we get to do this and how great it is that we do have a voice. And a lot of times remembering where we came from alleviates the stress of the, of the current here and now. So you know, I want to, you know, talk about that. And also, I just really want to remind everyone to get out and vote. Please, please, please. I don't care what party. I don't care what side you're on. But please get out and vote. This is such an important, important time in our country and such an important right. And if it's your first year voting or your 50th year voting, whatever it is, please remember that that just out of respect for the people that earned us this great privilege, get out and vote. And also have your voices be heard. Get involved. This country is built on the American spirit. And this is a perfect time for your spirit to shine bright. And that's, you know, Absolutely. really all I have to say. Um, well, I want to give you guys some websites to be able to check to see where you're registered, if you're registered um, and all that stuff. So, um, for one, you can go to rockthevote.com. You can you can see are you registered uh, to vote. There's also canivote.org, um, vote.org. There's there's tons of ways to find out. There's no excuse. Make sure if you are registered, you know where you're going so you can vote. Um, I believe the registration passed October 24th, but if yeah. you are registered. See where you are registered and and get that vote in. Um, and for, I believe that what 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 do you do if you're out of town? Like for example, you're well, you're not where you're registered. Well, what you had to do was you had to ask for a mail-in ballot, which you would have received right. by now. So it would be hard okay. if you hadn't take if you didn't take steps uh, ahead of time. And especially, you know, I know myself. You know, when I lived in the LA area, I moved a lot, and um, you know, so you definitely want to check where you're registered because I remember uh, one local election. I had already moved um, down to Orange County, and I had to drive back up to Santa Monica to vote, which I did. But um, just make sure that I you think that's know what I have your, to do. Yeah, just make I, sure you know what your polling place is and um, and and go there to vote. Um, and you know, the the polls are open really early and really late. So there should be time in your day to be able to make that happen. And we're not just talking about, um, you know, presidencies as well. There's a lot of, of, of bills that, that, that um, are being voted on that are really important as well. So, so get out there. 
Legal rec- yeah. legalization of marijuana for recreation is in California. Um, there is a ton of stuff. So, yeah, Absolutely. let's get out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, get, make sure to get out there. And, and all these, I know people are saying these, I don't know what they're calling them, like uh, not pity votes or fallback votes, but they're basically trying to do these, um, you know, pity votes for the, for the other parties that are um, not, uh, Hillary and um, Trump, and I, What's I just, his name? Yeah, like exactly, and they're trying to. Uh-huh. I forget what the heck they're. I, the word's not coming to my head, but okay. they're doing these votes, and um, uh, it's just it's not cool, guys. I mean, honestly, your vote does count, and we we, we need them. So um, I'm glad you gave us that speech about how to really hone in on your stress because it, I think for a lot of people, this has been um, all they've been thinking about for a couple months, uh, if not longer. Um, so we're getting to that time and I can't believe it's already here. It's been crazy. Um, but we're going to take a short break. Oh, I uh, can't wait. We, yeah. When we come back, we're going to talk with Mario and Jose guys. So stay tuned again. Um, just to reiterate how important it is to vote, check vote.org. Check where you are registered. Um, am I registered? If so, where am I, where's my polling place? So um, we will be right back. Here's a word from our sponsors, guys. Thanks. Up Your Volume Morning Show Podcast and the Taking the Streets Tour are brought to you by Nativa. We would like to thank our good friends at Nativa for their support of the Taking It to the Streets Tour. We can't say enough about Nativa products. We adore that Nativa is committed to nurturing vitality by consciously curating the world's finest plant-based organic ingredients. In fact, most of the dishes in our house found on our kitchen table are made possible by the fine products from Nativa. For more information on all of their products, go to www.nativa.com. That's N-U-T-I-V-A.com. And Palm Done Right. You've probably heard the horror stories about palm oil. Orphaned orangutans, rainforests destroyed, smoldering fires that pollute the air. Thankfully, that is not all there is to this tale. There's another happier story that is yet to be told. One where farmers are empowered and communities thrive. One where animals and people are healthy. Where the land flourishes with diversity. And it's called Palm Done Right. Our good friends at Natural Habitats are committed to supporting the community with Palm Done Right, and we are honored to have them supporting the Taking It to the Street store. To learn more, please head to www.palmdoneright.com. Again, that's palmdoneright.com. Good morning. Are you there, Mario? I am. Hi. Yay! Welcome back. Hi, how are you guys? Oh, we're so awesome. It's so funny. I, like, hear your voice, and all of a sudden, I'm thinking about, like, Snapchat, like, Steve coming up and, like, just cracking oh, up. No. You kill me. You literally kill me with that every time. Like, I lose it. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, you know, this year, I um, my best friend dubbed me a troll. And I was like, what yeah. is a troll? Like, I, and he's like, you are a troll. And I was like, that's not a nice thing to say. And he's like, your humor and your, like, really punny, bad jokes are very trolly. And I just, I, I think, uh, like, well, I guess you're right. And, and this time has gone on. It, Snapchat Steve is such a troll. So thank you for uh, watching. He's my, like, best friend. I totally need, like, an alt. <laughs> alter ego like that like i i oh literally I, I know my mom needs to start watching okay mom if you don't fo- follow mario on snapchat you need to get with it because he okay. has this he literally comes comes in and it's just like snapchat tv and I, I can't do it as good as you but it's just it cracks me oh. up every time Oh my God, Mom! It is it is a crazy, <laughs> crazy person. I, and it was so funny. It started with me talking to a friend, hanging out my house, and I was I, she was sitting on the couch, and I said, "Hey, hey, how you doing?" And like like horrible, 
attempted a southern accent, and I said, hi, I'm a, hey, y'all, Snapchat Steve, and <laughs> it just stuck as my own oh, ego, my and God. that's where it, it was birthed, so, it's you know. perfect. And you actually oh, have goodness. merch now. Do you not have merch? Yeah, how about that? Well, it's 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 I I really didn't think of it to be uh, I think think of it as anything really and and so I until I went to see Pentatonix in the show and um, their fans are just extremely extremely supportive of really anyone associated with Pentatonix mm-hmm. and so I was walking through to go to our seats and there was this group of girls that came up and they were like Snapchat Steve <laughs> and I was like, you have got to be kidding me and, and I was like oh god I can't something people watch but we almost made it as a joke and, and, and it's been selling merch so there you go that's awesome so when we last spoke with you a few months ago, you were kind of wrapping up um, this huge project, Heart of Gold, and now it's released to the world. And um, just for for me personally, just being, you know, another songwriter, I mean, how does it feel to, to have that exposure being put out to the world and having such great feedback in return in your first original music? It, it has been surreal. I think surreal is like the the word I would use because as a songwriter and you, Nikki, you've been writing songs since we were in college, and and I I you know like one of the I, I never really considered myself a writer while we were at Berkeley, and I you know I'm very green in in the world of writing. This was like like I said a couple of months ago. This was my first kind of. Uh, dive or window into writing and um, I loved it because every song on the EP was co-written and I Mm -hmm. got to collaborate with a lot of just incredible incredible people Um, not only as musicians but as humans they are just good people and um, which is something that I I really so wanted important. for this EP. Oh yeah, yeah, and and it it I I wanted to keep it true to the title of it, a heart of gold, and every person that put their time and and musical talents into the CP, on top of being just like I'm a, their biggest fan as a musician, but on top of that, they are just truly people with hearts of gold and. This whole experience and the re- since the release on October seventh, it has just been surreal and very, very humbling and eye opening and just I could not be happier with the first project I put out into the world. I, I am so happy for you just listening to it and and of course um, I ended up being you know help, trying to help with your your Kickstarter or actually uh, I know me. thank you. Oh yeah, of course. And just getting like all the, the, you know, hearing the little snippets of the EP before it came out and then hearing like all of it before it was about to come out and just really um, just listening to each word and, and the emotion. I mean, it's just, it's just crazy how much your voice evokes emotion and it's just, it's just so mm-hmm. beautiful Thank to listen you. to this thing. Oh, absolutely. Just, from beginning to end, I mean, this it, it takes you on a journey, and that's what I always look for in, you know, in in hearing a new EP or album. Um, it's just being able to listen to it from the top all the way to the end, and just, um, you know, being able to feel what you felt and and make it my own, you know, and, and put myself in Thanks. your shoes or and then relate it, you know, and it it is so relatable and it is so pure, and you can hear that. I mean, I think I think for um, like you're saying, a green uh, songwriter, it is great to collab. And even for for somebody that's been writing a long time, collaborations just bouncing ideas off each other. I mean, I get in my own head a lot. I don't know how. Um, oh, you're hello, writing. Yeah, ask anyone. yeah, I'm like I'm literally just like I overthink words. I'm like I have to be cool and edgy, and this lyric needs to be better. And I'm like you don't want to say what's already been said. 
Exactly. Mm-hmm. You want to do something different. And, and um, you know, how was your, if you, if you don't mind briefly describing, like, your writing process and, like, your lyric writing and, and was there, you know, a beat that you guys worked off of first? Did the hook come to you first? Kind of like what, for other musicians too and other people pursuing a career in, in music and songwriting, you know, I think they're looking to you because you have put out such a beautiful piece of work for your first, you know, first time doing original music that um, any advice that you can give on like what your writing writing process was like? Oh, well, first of all, thank you. That means the world to me because I just, you know, it was something, I think I even mentioned it a couple months ago on the show that I was just nervous. I was like, ugh, like the same thing (laughs) I got in my head. I was like, I don't want to say, you know, the same old love song that's been sang or the same old heartbreak or, you know, uh, all all of the above. So each song kind of had its own idea. The the idea of Heart of Gold uh, came up pretty quickly because I just, I... Even before uh, I decided that was going to be the title track and the song or the title of the EP, yeah, all 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 regarding the title, I would call my best friends my hearts of gold, my best friends and family, just like those are the people that I hold near and dear to my heart. And um, so I knew that um, I wanted to do an acapella intro song, and then it made sense with Heart of Gold, and I was like, oh, I want to kind of pay homage to not only the musical acapella background that I came from, but um, just to like, a, like a dedication, like a, like a, you know, a thank you, a, 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 a dedication. And so mm-hmm. that, and tell me now um, was definitely more lyric based first where I teamed up with JP Sachs, who's an awesome writer here in LA. And he helped me form all of these lyrics. I just had this, huge word document of just like little snippets of lyrics of you know they say you when you know you know and darling i just know and tell me now and all of these things and we kind of just he helped me organize and 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 word it (laughs) you know so i mean every song had kind of the their its own path i guess as a writer now that i've done the cp i i'm definitely a more melodic thinker first and, um, that's how I am too. And, the melody comes first. Yeah, melody and lyrics are well, one or the one or the other will come first. And light, I had I had a note in my phone that said, "You got me lightheaded," and and I just like I have like a little that note of lyrical song. ideas. My little jam, I love that. Song. Uh, yay! <laughs> oh, I love yeah, my I little jam. It really, I think Lightheaded might be like my favorite. It, I don't know. It, it's really a, every song I love, but uh, I don't know if you've listened to the beginning part of it, but between Tell Me Now, Lightheaded, and Uncover, those are like my three faves. And um, It's so funny you say that because those are the three that I, I I love every song. I connect with every song because they, I just truly, but those three are, I think me in my truest form and, and mo- most common form, you know, oh. I mean, like Hercules and, and, and um, try me were songs that I pushed myself to write because I do get to those feelings and to those places, but right. not as easily and as frequent as the other feelings. So, but I am glad you like those. I, I'm glad you like the EP in general. Oh, absolutely. It's just, it's just so exposed and it's just so, it's just so raw. And I don't mean it in the sense of um, not being well produced or anything like that. I mean, raw in the sense that I feel all of your emotions and the writing is just absolutely incredible. And I think um, it takes a a really true master of his craft to be able to release this as your debut album, have it be so amazing. So congratulations to you. you. And I know, I know you've had some great articles from you've had Out Magazine write this great article and then Billboard Philippines. I mean, you've been getting amazing press. How does that feel? It's surreal. <laughs> like <laughs> that that is the part where I'm like, that's not it doesn't look real, you know? Yeah. And it's like I 
I don't know. I mean, it, it is. And I, working alongside my incredible, incredible manager, Ryan, um, He's he so, is, he's such a sweetheart. Love him. He's the best. I, I said <laughs> at the pre-release party, I said he is just the best thing that's happened to me. Like as uh, not only so as awesome. a human being, but I mean through this career path, you know. And we are just figuring this out together, and it's great. And um, yeah, and he was on it, and it was so funny how they all came about. But then. Um, Out Magazine was so sweet to do uh, a whole feature about the EP, the the, the Monday so of the awesome. and yeah. yeah, and premiered Tell Me Now, and I was like, that's so crazy! Like I, I, you know, I was just kind of beside myself. And um, Billboard Philippines was so sweet, um, and and you know, I I don't know. A lot of people think that I'm Hispanic, so that was kind of cool for them to. Be like, oh my gosh, Mario's Filipino, and 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 <laughs> kind of you know <laughs> learn that, that all the Filipino people they're like, oh, he's one of us. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> and I was like, that's yes. So, <laughs> so um, it's been great. That's awesome. I'm so I was just both those articles are so well written and and couldn't be more true. Um, you are oh, just a sweetheart, you. and I'm glad that they they got to broadcast that about you. That's so awesome. Um, and I know um, there's a November 19th Hotel Cafe show, correct? Coming up? Yes. Awesome. I, um, yeah, yes. I uh, recently, I think it was in August or August or September, did my first Hotel Cafe like I guess where where I was doing my own set and I I did it on the second stage and I I don't know about you Nikki but I with with Hotel Cafe it's it's it was kind of one of those like LA bucket lists for me like oh, a, yeah. a bucket list you know and I'm like I really want to play a show there and um I was just so there was one time in 2013 where I got called like 3 days before um, and they were like, hey, we had someone drop out this Saturday. Can you do a main stage hotel cafe show? And I was like, I can't. <laughs> and, and normally, normally I'm like, no problem. I can figure this out. But I was like, I want it to be solid. I want it to be great. Right, I right. want it to be, you know, it's hotel cafe. And, and is it is it Staples Center? No. But it's, it's a, to me, a, a very meaningful place because I have a feeling that's where a lot of artists really got their start and really got Absolutely. their kind of, you know, beginning of their huge careers. And I just yeah, wanted, I mean, to be, I wanted to be ready. Absolutely. No, it, it's definitely a, a staple in this city, especially for singer-songwriters and um, people, you know, breaking out. I mean, I saw Sarah Bareilles there in like 2007, maybe way before she was, who she is today and it was just you know right. hotel cafe was just her platform and uh, that's kind of a big launch for people so um i definitely understand like trying to get like you have a certain image of what you want it to be and what you want to convey and you have right. to be ready and saying no to things for that reason is totally understandable because i i'm right there with you for sure um is there more shows in the works are we thinking like a a tour around the corner, a Heart of Bold tour, or what's your plan with that? You know what? That is absolutely um, in the works. Um, uh, Yay! Yeah, it's just like we, we recently had um, a meeting with another artist, and we are looking to do a West Coast tour sometime in the spring. Oh, nice. awesome. Awesome. Yeah. We'll definitely have so to follow more, up with you again when, when that so happens. So that makes it really important for people to come out what is it the 19th of november because that's going to be their chance this year that we know to see you right oh totally so yeah uh hotel cafe is uh saturday november 19th um i believe at 10 p.m uh you know what let's just say saturday november 19th and then all the information will be on social media mario jose music on facebook or mario jose music.com and um, the tickets for the show are on um, my website and all social media links. And um, 
they are there to if you want to come and hang and then and see the show. Awesome. And I just have like one question for you. What was your biggest challenge um, with this EP, and how did you overcome it? That was a question I wanted to know too. Good. Oh, that's a good, well. You know what I. I, I don't. I, this sounds annoying, but most of the process was a complete dream. Like, no. like, oh great, oh great, you know. <laughs> but I just, it was a total. Uh, just, you know, everyone was really wanting to be there and wanting to work together, and um, uh, the up until the very like last two weeks before the release, were stress free. Um, I mean, of course, there were of course little stressful things here and there in terms of deadlines and and you know getting things to the right people. And uh, the last two and a half weeks before um, the release were really stressful because I got strep throat. Oh, nice! Oh my goodness! And it was just bad. It was like real, like like I I don't think I've been that sick in over a decade, like I, uh, even while we were at Berkeley, of course I got cold and stuff, but not to where it had me like in a bed. I was, I was just out of it. And we had like, we had to do the rest of Try Me's lead vocals and I think uh, re-records on Hercules, just like, you know, touching up vocals here and there. And okay. When I got strep, it was right in between the all of this is due to the mixer time. So I, because I couldn't sing, I pushed back everything. And it was just like this mad race to get everything mixed and like right. uh, get as much medicine into my body to get better, like well enough to sing and get these songs out. So... Uh, Try Me's vocals uh, were literally the first day after I was off of antibiotics. Oh so, my um, gosh! <laughs> that was and I was getting like the updates. I was getting like the updates from from the uh, crowdfunding project, just being like, "Hey, yes. on, like we're pushing stuff back." Um, yeah, no, that's it's such a challenge for. I, I mean. You know, everybody being anybody being sick, I know is a challenge. But for for us singers, it is really like it's scary. It's it like this is out. this is it. Yeah, it's like what do yeah. I do? Yeah, what yeah. Do I do? <laughs> you know, it, yeah. it's, it's um, like your livelihood is cut out for a minute. Exactly. Like, you know, like, oh my god. Uh, I remember maybe a month ago, I was I got the first cold, like you're saying, probably the most sick I've been in in, in probably five years, at least for me. Um, and I was like going up on stage with like, like bags of tissue, like all this like garb. And I'm like, this is not cute. Like I should not be like in front of people <laughs> in between songs, blowing my nose and like figuring out like, you know, what my temperature is and like, if I should <laughs> like take something. So oh. I, I well, can't you know only... no, no, go sorry. ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, say I can only imagine, like, that. I can only imagine, like, recording, like, I am, I think we're so critical of ourselves, like, when we hear ourselves back, and we think that, oh, you know, we're going to put it in the producer's hands, and they're going to make our voice sound like gold, you know, it's, and, and, yeah. you know, really, it's, it, when you have a voice, especially like yours, there's very, I mean, I, I doubt they do anything to it. I mean, your voice is just so pure and so amazing. So um, you want to have that convey, you know, and, and to have any bit of like sickness in it totally can change the tone of your voice. I mean, even now when I'm speaking on my podcast, I can hear um, the change in my voice right now because I have sinus problems, you know, sinus infection. So I can only imagine how right. critical it is to be recording and feeling that way. Like I'm not a hundred percent. You know what I mean? Oh, 100%. Yeah. 100%. I, uh, <laughs> it was, 
it was like, uh, I think you get, like we've said before, with writing, with everything you get in your head. And you're like, oh, my God, oh, my God, like, what if I can't get this out? And then uh, this is going to be my first EP for the rest of my life, you know? And Yeah. And, um, it was no stress, very no stressful. Yeah. My family was here, and the weekend that they were here was when I got it. And I felt so bad because I had – three gigs that I had to cancel on and the one gig that I kept was um, I did the anthem at a Dodgers game because they were playing the uh, San Francisco Giants and that's my dad's my family's favorite team and I had planned for months to sing this anthem and we canceled everything around it and, and Ryan my manager was even like maybe we should cancel the anthem and I'm like no, we have to do the anthem because, you know, like my parents, they flew down here and like they really, my dad, you know, has never seen me doing a national anthem at a major league. Oh my goodness. Um, Like I, I will squeak this anthem out. If it's the last damn thing I do, I was so (laughs) It was like right in the middle of, it it went well. It went well, and uh-huh. and um, I just took a couple of IV, ibuprofen to, to reduce some swelling in my throat and voice. I was like, I'm gonna get this anthem out if it's the last thing I do, and um, it was great. It was so much fun, and I just kind of chilled. And you know, my dad was watching the game, and he was having a good time. And um, then I went like right after we left the stadium. I went back into bed. So I was just like, okay, good to see you. But oh, um, like huge. Oh, it was so much fun, and he had such a great time. And um, it, it was they got to come on the field, and like my dad stood out on the oh. field and saw the teams, and it was for me it's such a great moment, and just like. And I was just, like you just said, you went up on stage with, you know, tissues and I'm sure tea and all this crap in your hands. Like, just, you got it. The show must go on. Absolutely. It's like a, it's. And that's such a good dad dad bucket list right there. That's such a great, like, dad bucket list right there. Like, that is so something my dad would be like, oh, my God, like, I can only imagine. Absolutely. So it was great to see him and, um, you know, and, and my mom and was there too. And she loves baseball games. We would always go to baseball giants games growing up together. So it was very fun. That was the most stressful part of the EP was those last couple of weeks. Like the, the mixing engineers are literally waiting in front of the console to get any kind of recording. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Me and I just felt like, you know, I felt bad, but we got it out, you know. We awesome. it was out in the world. Well, we have time for maybe one more question, but before I do that, I do want to give you guys a chance to um, keep in touch with Mario Jose and follow everything. So go to Instagram, hey, it's Mario Jose. Twitter, hey, it's Mario Jose. Um, Facebook is Mario Jose Music and YouTube. Um, and then his uh, website, <clears throat> excuse me, is MarioJoseMusic.com. Um, make sure you check out November 19th at Hotel Cafe. Um, that'll be a Saturday night. Um, and I guess the last question I really have for you, um, which I think is so important, especially because you do have such a wide range of fans age group-wise, um, but for people that are pursuing uh, a career in as a singer or um, musician, Uh, I think, what advice do you, what personal advice do you have for other artists that are used to the cover world and are trying to write new songs um, and are nervous about it, like you kind of said that you were for so long? Um, What is your advice to them? That's a great question. I would say for us to just, to, to take that minute, to ourselves and get out of our head and just start writing because uh, once once I did it it was so much less daunting than it seems you know and I, I like I, I think our you know our our biggest enemy sometimes is ourself and we get Absolutely. so 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 in our head and and so 
uh, we stop ourselves before we even start. And that's exactly what it was happening with me. I was so, I don't want to say, you know, I don't want to say things that have already been said. I don't want to write a song that's just like, oh, you know, he has a nice voice, but his songwriting's crap. Like, I was just so yeah. in a place of of just, you know, not confident in my abilities. And so I was just like, well, you don't even know. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not even taking the time to explore or really see if I can do this whole songwriting thing. So to any singer, songwriter, get out there and just start doing it. Start releasing content. Like uh, just, you know, uh, normally I'm not one uh, to like post a whole bunch of singing videos back to back to back. But I mean, people are, you know, following us and, and we are, uh, following us on social media and stuff to see what we're doing musically as well. You know, of course, everyone wants to know like what's going on in your life and things, but um, the duet Fridays have been something that have been so much fun on Instagram and just little yeah, one minute of fun. Awesome. Thank you. And, and it just gives uh, more opportunity to collaborate with more artists mm-hmm. that are trying to do the same thing. And those have been super, super fun. And, in turn of just of me starting to just do it as opposed to giving my list of reasons why I shouldn't, you know, I, things have just started to come, to come together, starting to collaborate with other artists. Um, I do some videos with my friend Matt Lloyd and Vince Kennedy and um, which led Such to amazing videos singers. With, as well. Oh, they're incredible. Um, with videos with Scott Hoying and Julia Harriman, we did this cover of Blowing in the Wind. And then uh, just, and all of these things, you know, now I'm in a place where I feel like I'm ready and I'm going to record my first music video for Tell Me Now, which is coming out. Yes! Yeah. That's great. I'm just like, like, I'm finally getting into that kind of headspace and that that momentum where you're like, you know what? Okay. Like you thought you couldn't write an EP. You have a completely co-written EP out in the world and people have been so sweet and have been supportive of it. So just do it. And, and, you know, all of these kind of things so much so that I, I feel like I, I'm like, all right, we're, we're doing the tell me now music video. And I'm also recording a three song Christmas EP. So it's, yeah, you're hustling, like, like, boy. Oh, I love it. I, I, I love I got it. the bug, and and <laughs> you know, I well, think it took a minute. You know, I've been in LA five years, and it's been like, okay, you know, that's it's it's like, what is this next step? And so, yeah. uh, my next step to everything, and 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 kind of my plan is to just get out there and do it. So happy well, that's for you. Awesome. Thank you for it. Really is awesome. Make sure to send the links to um, to us when you have your Christmas stuff and your video because uh, Paleo Ball City would love to put it in her. You know, I have an email list that I send stuff to every oh, week. Love to share that and make to. sure, yeah, my followers know about that. So that would be great. You know, we I have you know thank quite you. a few out there. Um, there's well, about so a million much. of us. So I'd be happy to share all that with everyone. That means the world. Thank you so much. No problem, well, Mario. So, so proud of you. Heart of Gold is an absolutely outstanding EP and well done. Um, I hope you. you continue to receive success. It hasn't even been a month and it's just, it's already blowing up. So I'm so happy for you. I can't wait to check out the video. And remember guys, November 19th at Hotel Cafe, if you want to see Mario Jose live and uh, MarioJoseMusic.com for everything you need to know about this wonderful human being. And it's been a pleasure. I hope you have a great rest of the day. And we get to talk with you oh, soon. Oh, pleasure's been mine. Keep I crushing it, my friend. Soon. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, definitely Thank keep you so, crushing so it. much. All right, have a good, good one, Mario. You both. All right, take All good right, care. Bye. And All to right, our well. listeners, just go and vote. That's our, that's our biggest thing yep. this week. Make sure you vote, go and vote. Vote, 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 vote. And where can and they find sure you, Nikki? Well, first I want to say make sure you grab the Heart of Gold EP because it is outstanding work. Um, 
And if I hadn't met him and gone to school with him, I would, I would even be more just completely blown away because he's just, he's just absolutely outstanding. There's no biased um, love for him. He's just absolutely amazing. And everybody that he comes across knows it. So make sure you grab that. You can find my stuff out at Nikki-Bovet.com. And for my mom, check out PaleoBossLady.com. Take it to the street store. Watch her TEDx talk. It is online. And we love you guys. Uh, it's not online anymore. They took it down. It won't be out for another month. Yeah, it was only on for a short time. So in another month. We'll keep you posted in another month. Next week, we have a really exciting show with Will Maker. So make sure you check us out next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We'll see you next Saturday, guys. Ciao, ciao.